All right, it's Bartender Journey Podcast number 58. It's Vince here. What's up? It's Vano. We're the podcast that talks all about bartending and how to be a good bartender and um, how to be a better bartender or how to get started bartending if you haven't done it yet or you're trying to get into the game. And uh, speaking of the game, we call it the inner game of bartending. So that's what we're all about. And uh, if you're new, welcome. If you're an established listener, Thanks for listening. And uh, remember, go and uh, subscribe on iTunes, ideally. This way you get it downloaded to your phone or whatever uh, automatically every week as soon as it comes out. And that helps us out, too, with the subscriptions. Gives us some um, some stars there on iTunes. That helps out. Or, you know, there's other ways to, to get your, your podcast, too. People do it de- various different ways. Anyway, what's up, man? What's going on, We're sir? We're both like a little nasal today. What's up with that? Ah, it's just it's too much snow. The weather is weird. Too and, much snow. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll plow ahead anyway. That's it. And um, there was a really cool article in in the Sunday New York Times a couple weeks ago, and it's called, uh, the headline's Behind Bars, The Secret Vocabulary of New York's Finest Drinking Establishments. So uh, this reporter went around to... Um, a lot of the famous cocktail bars in Manhattan, and um, they kind of gave their secret language. And so, some of it's like terms that we always use, yep. and some some of it's uh, new to us. But, uh, you know, a lot of these terms are common to different bars, but each bar is credited with uh, maybe, what, five or six different quotes or more. Yep, it's great. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited about this. This is more for me. Like, I really <laughs> I know, want right. to include this in my vocabulary now. Right, right. Yeah. Probably my, fav- my favorite cocktail bar in Manhattan, employees only, is the first one on the list. Yep. All right. Mikana. Mikana, that is a code for a cute or hot girl. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. Is and that then, Spanish? I don't know. And then Mikana, V-S-O-P. <laughs> that is a beautiful woman who is a little bit older. You know where that comes from, right? V-S-O-P? That's the cognac. Cognac, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Año. Mikana Año, a beautiful older woman. That's a, te- that's a uh, tequila term. So an older, older tequila is... Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's excellent. <clears throat> What's the? How do you pronounce the next one? I don't know, man. I I skipped a lot of them that I did. I didn't I'm gonna know. I'm going to attempt. Please, you're gonna you're gonna go straight through the list, huh? Well, just <laughs> I, like a well endowed female. Uh oh. It's uh, I it's C I C I N H O, C C Hinho. Got me. I don't know. <laughs> but so, I mean, just I'm. This is fun for me. I, this is a straggler is a guy who pesters women. This one right here is my all time favorite. A sniper. Uh-oh. It's someone that wears sunglasses indoors <laughs> at night. And we've all seen There's that. Yours, every bar has one of those, right? Frankie Tough Guy walks in with the shades. Like, you know, really. Are you that it's cool? It's dark in here to begin with. Come on. What, what is the deal here? The sun shines on you 24-7, I guess, you know? Uh, and this is all from, these these codes are all from employees only. Yeah. The next one is Iza, Iza. which is, we talked about this before. When you're behind a bartender, you always yeah. say you're behind you. Yeah. Iza, it's quicker. Yeah, uh, yeah, I never heard that before, but we always say behind you. Yeah. And that's uh, for people who don't, don't know, if you have to cross behind somebody at a restaurant or a bar and it's tight, you know, yeah. you, you let the per- you let the other person know that you're behind them. That way they don't turn around and clock you with a bottle or, you know, you, you don't have a spill or whatever. You know? I've, many times I'm a big man, I've, I've thrown people through the wall backing up when I didn't realize they're behind <laughs> Yeah, I know. So it's you important to say that you're, bu- you could say, <laughs> let them know what the code means but i'm behind you <laughs> yeah or some, sometimes i'll just touch them on the shoulder you know so they know i'm there to the face or to the dome i vote you know i that's cool i've used that that's chugging really i never heard that yeah i've seen that i've heard that so I've, i don't think i've ever referred to it as that i would say to the head oh yeah you know like to you know so huh. 
I never heard of that. Yeah. And what else we got here? This one right here cracked me up. <laughs> Fernando <laughs> shouted when someone breaks a glass. <laughs> Named after a notoriously clumsy busboy. <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine the whole bar. If you hang out on that bar a lot, I'm sure you hear that. The whole bar, even the even the customers probably know it after a while. Fernando. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, the next bar is extra fancy. Which, All right, uh, hold on, because I'm. Oh okay. wait, you got more? Yep. No, no, that's good. Let's go to extra fancy. I just because I printed. Uh, you actually got the newspaper. I printed this, and I have 19 pages, so I want to be on the same page. Extra <laughs> fancy. Pages. Yeah, that's in Brooklyn. I've never been there. That's on Metropolitan Avenue. Yeah. I need you to bar back for me. I like that one. I've never heard that explained. <laughs> no, that one, sir. It says here, asking a colleague to find out the name of a customer when you've forgotten it. And that happens to me all the time. Me too. <laughs> all the time, except uh, I usually work alone, so I got nobody to, nobody to ask. <laughs> Man down. Mm. <laughs> Broken glass. Mm-hmm. I like, I like this one. Um, it's not exactly a coat. Oh, they say, can I get a bell? So when you got a, you know the bell behind the bar, one ding when a friend or VIP enters, two dings, shots on the house, three dings a birthday. That's fun. I wish that's I, cool. I want to I want a bell at my bar. See, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> you can bring that, and that's so. Who like we took acknowledge like your birthday? My birthday's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like happy birthday, cheers, sir. Right Thank you, sir. And uh, if I would like to go to a bar and you know and <laughs> have say, the bell rung, have your bell rung. Yeah. <laughs> More ways than one. Uh, all right, we'll move on. One? Dutch Kills Bar. That's in Queens. Never been there either. Well, this is near and dear to my heart. The very first one, sir. We talk about the lemon twist. Please take it away. Uh, spray and discard. That's a. Oh, I guess that's a phrase they use. Extracting the oils from a twist of fruit over the top of a drink before tossing the twist. So that's, uh, yeah, I mentioned that yeah. in our episode about the twist, uh, expressing the oils into the drink. And that's fun, too, if you, if you hold a match in yeah. front of it. Have you, have you seen that maybe on YouTube Probably or something? Only on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, you hold a match. I've done it. It's fun. You hold a match in front of it, and you spray, um, you sp- or a lighter, and you spray the oils out of, the, out of an orange. It works best. And, and it just goes, psh, it makes, like, sparks, and it makes a great sound. And it's really, uh, especially in a dark bar, it's pretty impressive. That's sick. <laughs> it's fun. Now, it... Now, like I said, I have all these sheets. Is Nino style on um, Dutch Kills? Mm-mm. Okay, then we'll go back to that. Uh, what else do you have? Well, the industry, this is, that's a common term. You know, He works in the industry, meaning he works in the bar business or okay. the restaurant business, so that's pretty common. Um, everybody knows that. <laughs> the tour bus stopped out front. That's when 25 <laughs> people walk in at the same time. <laughs> that's a good one. Third man on Avenue C. Yep, Alphabet uh, City. Pitching a tent or camping, sitting forever after finishing a drink. I will use that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am going to work that into my vocab. <laughs> yeah. That is hysterical. That's a good one. You know? <laughs> Especially when it's a busy bar and somebody's at the bar stool. The bar stools are valuable real estate sometimes. You'll even see John Taver talk about that on, uh, you know, on, on Bar Rescue sometimes. He's like, every bar stool is worth, you know, 25 grand a year or whatever, whatever, whatever it is. But, it's you true. know, on a busy Saturday night, I hate that, man. The other night I had uh, this crazy lady came in by herself and uh she sits like in the middle of three stools and like nobody wanted to sit near her so she basically she's taking up one she's taking up three bar stools by herself because nobody wanted to sit next to her and then you know the ones next to her are, are occupied so even if two people came in you know not, it, like it was uncomfortable you know and you know so she bought three beers before i had to kick her out that was a whole another story <laughs> i think i i think i might have told that story already <laughs> That's but worse, uh, man. i had to like physically remove this crazy 
biatch from the bar. Really? But uh, no yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was nuts, man. What'd she do? I don't think you told the story. I didn't. No. She was like on pills or something when she got there, and she was like nuts, you know. And she's talking on the phone, right? Way louder than need be. She's talking on the phone. Uh, when I when I go away next week, there's a pause. The obvious question: Where are you going? Jail. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. It, she was on pills or something, and and she just got. She starts nodding out at the bar. She was. I was like, you gotta go. I'm seeing more and more of that. Pills, like, right? People doing pills yeah. and the alcohol. Yeah. And it I just become. It's a hard. You know. I, you don't know. But yeah, you, someone some, takes a pill, and then all of a sudden, the combination of alcohol. I know. Yeah, they seem fine when they walk in. Maybe they had a, one pill, and now they have one beer, and now yeah. it's like a whole that that combination is bad news, man. Shit, I mean, I had. She started yelling at everyone. She was yelling at me. She called me a faggot. <laughs> I was like, you got to get out. And Dude, the, somebody you basically and she, had to move her. I yeah, I came around from behind the bar. <laughs> I was like, you, you got to go. Funny, man. You're so, like, I seen you in rare form, bro. Did you <laughs> You've seen me like, like that before. Oh, right? you get the fuck out. Did you, like, really just break it down for I was like, yeah. And she's kicking and, not not literally, but she was, you know, she's like, yeah, what, what are you doing? What are you kicking me out for? I was like, you're, you're nodding out at the bar. You're you're insulting my other guests. You got to get out, you know? And somebody else is like, did you call her cab? I was like, no, she's just got to get the fuck out of my bar. I don't. You know, and she, I knew she could walk home. I, I, she, she lives like three minute walk away. Yeah, so yeah. I knew, I knew, I, you know, because somebody else told me that knew her. But they were like, she, every time she comes in here, th- this, I, this is the first time I had seen her. But <laughs> this other, the a couple of the regulars were like, every time she comes in here, she's nuts. You know, our old, our old boss. I saw him one time. The, the guy wouldn't leave. Yeah. I don't know if I told this story on the air. I don't think so. It, but he, he started yelling. He looks in and he goes, cops or cab? Make a fucking choice. <laughs> and the guy's like, what do you want me to do? I'm either going to call you a cab or call the fucking cops. <laughs> All right. The library bar down on the Lower East Side, uh, they have an expression called Jersey Turnpike, L.A. Freeway, a bar mat shot. So uh, I've heard of this before when uh, it's somebody's first night, you know, being 21 at the bar. They, they got to give them a shot of uh, whatever collects in the bar mat, which is absolutely – I've never seen anyone actually do it, but I've heard of it. Uh, so, uh, you know, the definition definition here is all the booze and mixers, et cetera, that spills and collects into the bar mat through the night. Have you ever heard of that? Like, I've never heard of as that. As an initiation, when you turn 21, you're supposed to do a shot of all the I've crap that's that. in, the, no. in the bar mat. <laughs> That's crazy. Like I said, I've never seen anybody actually do it. I wouldn't serve it to anybody, but it's a pretty funny concept. <laughs> oh, next one on the list here at the library is, is the drop. And this is a, this is a common term in, in the bar business. Um, you drop your money into a into a safe, you know, that opens up. You can you can put stuff into the safe, but you can't take stuff out of it. You know what I mean? So yeah. you, you take all your money and uh, your receipts and uh, any voided checks and all, all that stuff, and you, you put it in the, um, in the safe. And then a, a blind drop is when... You don't know how much money is supposed to be in there, so that's a that's a uh, safety measure. So um, the bartenders can't can't steal because they don't know how much they're supposed to leave, um, be dropping. You know, the um, the manager will check the next day and say, you know, he's supposed to drop whatever one thousand dollars, and then it, it, he doesn't know he might be if he puts eleven hundred in there, he doesn't know that he's put too much, um, or he wouldn't know if he put too little. So anyway, that's a bar management technique <laughs> that's very used. important yeah. part of the industry. Yeah. Next on the list is Brooklyn Social. I haven't been to this bar either. As you see, I don't make it out to Brooklyn and Queens that often. <laughs> I have never been there. It's on uh, Smith Street in Brooklyn. The first thing I'm sure caught your eye as well is a soul stealer. <laughs> and that is a barfly who comes in usually when it's quiet and sucks out the barman's 
every core with his self-centered, depressing rhetoric. <laughs> yep. How many times have we dealt with that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's always one of those around. You know, especially in a bar. Yeah. Where they're not, like you described, where they're just sitting there. Yeah. They're not going anywhere, and they are just energy vampires. They're yep. just... <laughs> I, I I just they would it's just like they're no good. Yeah. The energy they they're evil. I know, I know. And, to, and like you said, no one wants to be That's, you. We have that like that sixth sense. We all have that when yeah. someone's bad energy. Right. That, that, and yeah, a lot of times I don't even have to say anything, and it just, just sucks the energy out of the room. Just what they bring, man. It's bizarre. Uh, they they have an expression there, the book club, which is a group of usually women who drink almost exclusively wine extremely slowly. So that happens, and but I always say, you know what? It's better to have people in the bar, it's especially women, crowd, yeah. you know, than not, you know. So you know, unless they're taking up real estate that you need for other people, like I was saying earlier, prime real estate. Yeah, you know, if they're sitting over in a in a in the corner at a table, and uh, we don't need that table for anybody else, I, you know, I just assume they stay there, then then kick them, you know, then I mean, you're not going to kick them out, but you know. Basically, what they're saying here is that it sucks to have women who are just sitting around not not spending a lot of money. But you know what? I always, like I said, it's always better to have people in the bar than not. No, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just I'm getting lost in these uh, terms. The wave <laughs> we kind of talked about this in previous yeah. shows. Demanding a bartender's attention, often with cash in hand, yeah, very effective. Right. You get my my ADD shuts off when I see. It <laughs> yeah. Except I like what comes next. Here it says. Uh, so usually when the bartender gets over there, usually he says. Yeah, so what kind of beer do you have? <laughs> so you got this busy bar, and you know this guy's doing the right thing, waving cash and getting your attention. Then you get over there, and he, he doesn't have his yeah. mind made up what he wants. He wants to know, yeah. So what kind of beer do you have? You know, You're like fine, <laughs> you got me over here. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> I try not to be the grumpy. But you know, there. that's the reality of it. I mean, yeah. it's, no, the, it's, it's speed. Yeah, it's kind of like what uh, Brando talked about how important speed is, and mm. it's it's hard to like. You get there, you got to be quick, and it's like you want to get everyone, and it's yeah. like it's that's the, the experience, but it's an art in itself. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah. To like, okay, what do you want? And then it's like, you know, a walk in the park. Well, you know, I'm not <laughs> sure. And then you'll say what you have, and they'll ask you, do you have, uh, you know, whatever? No, yeah. no, I told you what I have. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, I know. I hate that. That goes along with uh, another one on the list from the same place one at a timing. Oh. <laughs> the, the time-wasting habit of ordering a round of drinks sequentially, one at a time. Annoying. Uh, Just so when annoying. you think you're finished? <laughs> and you go, really? And then you finally have to say, is anything else? Yeah. And that's where, like, oh, you have an attitude. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> the wor- And the worst is when they, you know, let's say they order, uh, you know, whatever, Jack and Coke. Okay, and then I'll take a uh, Tangerine Tonic and... Um, Oh, another Jack and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst, oh, man. Because <laughs> it's so much faster, obviously, to make two Jack and Cokes at a time than That's one true. at a time, of course. All right, so we'll move on to the next one. The Lion down in the village. That's right. a cool bar. That's that. My buddy Andy plays down there a lot at the Lion. Great. This right here, I, I, this is exactly what I'm going to be using in my verbiage now. <laughs> uh, Johnny Black Gold, which means... Card. A, Johnny Black Card. It's oh, excuse a, me. Johnny Black Card, which means mm-hmm. is a big spender. Yeah. Judy Gold Card, a gold digger. <laughs> yeah, you can take the next one. <laughs> I love this one. Evian Diet, girls nursing glasses of water. That's hysterical. <laughs> That's got to be the worst, yeah. where if they're taking up prime real estate, yeah. drinking water. Yeah. The Experimental Cocktail Club on the Lower East Side. I've been meaning to check that place out. Um, 
this this is used universally, but it's credited here to uh, to this bar behind the stick, and that means making drinks. Uh, that means you're on duty bartending, and I guess the stick refers to the um, you know the keg handle. Yeah, right. But everybody everybody uses that. Dead ice. Now here's a good one. Never heard that before. But but we deal with it, right? So if you, if you break something in the ice, yep yep, um, you can't use that ice anymore. So if they call it dead ice. What what do we use? what do we call it? Let me just say tainted ice. I think I like used dead ice. Maybe yeah. you did. I think I did. I think I usually call it dead ice. And I, because of you, I, when I run into that now where glass breaks, yeah. I always forgot the, the grenadine. Yeah, you're going to put the grenadine in the ice. I usually just put a bar rag. No, yeah. And, but now the grenadine, it's like. It's, uh, yeah, that means uh, danger. Don't yeah. use it. And uh, that goes along with another one that's uh, further down the list here, but um, burn the ice, which means uh, pour hot water on your ice to melt it. And uh, that's, you know, if there's broken ice, uh, bro- broken glass in there, you got to get rid of that ice, get rid of the glass, and that's how you do it. You burn the ice with hot water. And, and some places will record, require you to do that at the end of the night anyway, whether this, you know, and, and wipe out the um, the sink. Yeah. You know, some some places will require you to, do, to burn the ice at the end of the night no matter what. That sets you back so much, oh. especially... If you're by yourself, oh, forget or it. you have you have one sink, yeah, or you know what I mean. That it's it's oh my goodness. But I mean, you know what you know what you do is um, you get a bucket like a five gallon yeah, bucket of, of fresh ice and put it on top of the dead ice. Yeah, and uh, you got to work out of that. That's the best you can do. When, you know when you're busy. It's always good to prepare, and it's something to remember. Yeah, but it's like you panic. You know that. Oh, it's the worst. You, I mean, that's like that's like finding a loaded gun. When you're yeah. dealing with broken glass. I know. And that's how serious. You can kill somebody. Yeah, because obviously you can't tell the difference between broken glass and yeah. ice, you know. So it's, Absolutely. Yeah, it's bad news. Usually it's one of the guests that knocked over a glass, right? Yeah, we talked about that. Ward 3 on uh, Reed Street. Downtown. Mm-hmm. Okay, slinging. I'm going to be using this term now. Mm-hmm. Slinging tonight, which means working a shift or mixing cocktails. Yeah, slinging drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I like that. <laughs> yep, I'm I like be, it too. You know, I'm going to be doing that. Uh, what else we got here? I like... Uh, same bar, uh, Flanagan and Coughlin. Yeah, that's for cocktail. A, that's a young buck and an experienced vet working behind the bar together, and that's named after the movie uh, after Cocktail. Those were the two characters in Cocktail. The uh, Tom Cruise character was the younger guy, yep. and the uh, I forget the actor's name, <laughs> but he was he was the uh, you know experienced bartender that, that show him showing him the ropes. Yep. All right, so. Uh, Death and Company. Never been in that bar. Where is that? Hold on one second. Death and Company. Hold on one second. Death and Company. Death and Company. So, some bars will do. Some bars will do this. You have a um, before the shift starts. You have uh, breakfast or the family meal or time to feed the kids, and uh, everybody just does a uh, a toast, does a shot before the uh, before the shift starts. <laughs> not every bar will go for that, but <laughs> not every bar manager will go for that. But you know, what about pouring ribbons on Avenue B? Yeah, that's a great bar. I've really been meaning Just to go there. Some things that stand out is a red carpet, red carpet, the okay. busiest, busiest, busiest area of the bar, mm. Dairy Queens, <laughs> guests who order multiple creamy drinks, Ugh. and this one right here, sir, which we talked about, the verbal tipper. Yeah. One who lavishes praise in lieu of tipping. We yeah. Also known as the compliment temper. <laughs> yeah. I will be using these uh, terms. Okay. You want to take the first one? Uh, so this is Bellman's Bar in the Carlisle Hotel. Okay. And that's on, on the Upper East Side. Uh, cloudy, an intoxicated guest. Going to be using that. <laughs> that's good. Just, you know, I'm going to start using that when I work with people, share that with them. Uh-huh. Uh, red light. Mm-hmm. 
to cut a customer off, we'll be using that as well. Yeah, or you you could give them the uh, throat across. What do but you, call you know it? what's great the about sign? this? If you have to do that, <laughs> mm-hmm. where the guests, like if if I'm walking in and I see the the guest is intoxicated to cut them off. Yeah. If I say red light. Yeah. Like we used to use like Volkswagen, blue Volkswagen or something. <laughs> you know, it was just, and we all knew that. But that's mm. that's a good thing when you work with a group of people. The guests ain't gonna know what you're talking about. Red right. light. Uh huh. You know, but I will use that. Take the next one. Baby is a minor. The next one, my favorite. I will be using this. A Franklin, which means a great tipper. Nice. We'll be using that. Cool. All right. We'll just go through a couple more here. The Clover Club, I say, uh, dying in the window. Those are fresh drinks that need to be run to the table. So if you make, you make a nice drink, make it nice and cool, or it has ice in it and starting to melt and the waitress isn't picking it up, that's, uh, that's annoying. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, a couple more I'll just run through here. A satellite, a sporadic, regular, recurring, <laughs> an unwelcome regular, dancing, maneuvering maneuvering behind the bar, free pour, we all know that, pouring without measuring. Just dancing, that's the point of saying behind you. Yeah. Because it is an art when you're moving. It's like footwork. Yeah. And it's packed. And when you when you flow like that, when you see, the, we, we've done it, working gigs where you have like nine bartenders. Oh, yeah. And you're slammed and you're moving and gracefully moving and not, you know, crushing people. I know, I know. Oh, I like this B.I.B., best in bar. Yeah. <laughs> Look-wise. Yeah, this is all cut off, so take this, because this all looks fascinating. Oh, okay. What's a creeper? A guy that goes from girl to girl. I like like that. <laughs> Stalker? A girl with eyes for the barman. All right. The turn? <laughs> Crossing over to midnight. I like that. I never yeah, heard that before. You, that's great. I like that. I definitely want to use that. Cinderella? Cinderella. Uh, when business slows early. Okay. And on the ropes. A crazy night. We got that. We ain't serving holy water. Said when a good customer turns bad one night. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the ski team. Oh, oh this? boy. <laughs> uh, listen, most experienced bartenders can relate to this. It's cut off, but I remember reading this. Read the ski team, man. <laughs> Coked up customers who show up after 2 a.m. and are, diff- diff- are difficult to chase out at 4 a.m. Oh, man. The ski team is generally reluctant to pay. Yeah. Oh, great. People come in late, oh, man. all hopped up, don't want to leave, <laughs> and they don't want to pay. <laughs> By the way, we got to talk about that someday. What is this with the people who don't want to pay, or they like they argue with you how much the bill is? I hate that shit, man. It drives me nuts. That's when bartending, you know, you just like get violently to the point. All right, fucking so, pay me, man. <laughs> yeah, I, they. You know, we'll save it for another time. But you know, hey, buy that one a drink. Hey, shots for this one. Shots. Let's have seven shots, and they get the bill. Like, what is this? Yeah. You ordered all this shit. What do you want from me? That's bullshit, <laughs> it totally is. All right, so we got one more on the list, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna call it a day. Boomerang, a specially prepared drink that is sealed, say with a plastic with plastic wrap or a rubber glove, and dispatched as a gift to a nearby bar. That's funny. <laughs> that is great stuff. So if, yeah, if it's somebody's uh, birthday, like your friend who bartends around the corner or something, you make a drink, wrap it up, send uh, one of your customers over to the other bar with it, and uh, that's a fun little game, you know. It says here, of dubious legality, but <laughs> that's a fun game. I like that. All right, so we're, we'll call it a day. Hope you enjoyed our uh, bar terms episode. That was fun. Yeah, cool. Use that to your vocabulary. It's interesting and uh yeah, yeah, and uh, I'll try to remember to put a link up to yeah, uh, definitely to the full article because we only we only did about what maybe 
a tenth of them oh, on the list. There's tons, of, there's tons of them here. And uh, these are all great, great <laughs> bars, too. I had fun with that. Yeah. All right. So we'll call it a day. Uh, this is Vince. You can get a hold of me at vince.bartender at gmail.com or on Twitter at barkeeptips. Uh, Vano, reach me at Twitter, Vance Vano. And you can reach me email at bartender2222 at gmail.com. And remember, our website is bartenderjourney.weebly.com. And you can listen to the show there. You can, um, you know, I try to put some links up there, show notes. And uh, you can also find our tip cup there to help support the show, keep it going. And we could really use your help um, because it's time to pay the podcast people again. So So I got to get with Vince by March. And figure where we're at, and uh, it, it's to keep the show going, you know? Yeah. The, I drive um, to Vince's studio. It's cost me money and gas. It's 45 minutes from my house. Yeah. Just keeping it real. I enjoy it. So any help, it's just to keep the podcast going. So we do appreciate it because it, it costs money. Yeah. You know? The, uh, the podcast hosting, you know, where, where all the files live and, and they're um, downloaded To keep it relevant. From, yeah. You know? So, all right, cool. So, uh, again, thanks for listening, and cheers. We'll see you next time. Take care. Yeah.